You're listening to the podcast version of the Recruit of Talionis audiobook, book one in the Talionis series. I'm your narrator, writer, and host, award-winning author C.J. Malesi. Each week, we'll bring you further into the mysterious and dangerous dystopian world of Talionis and Bria's fight for survival. If you haven't been following along with us up until now, be sure to check out the previous episodes. Now, grab your favorite hot beverage and hold on tight as we dive back in. Chapter 15 This will be amazing, Ari says as we enter the technical operations building. If you say so, I almost have to jog to keep up with her. We've been in Talionis for five days, but this is our first technical training session. So far, our days have been consumed with physical training and educational indoctrination. Elva Trill comes off like she's there for us, wants to help us, but there's something about her I don't like, don't trust. But I'm in the minority on that feeling. Most of the other recruits look forward to her class, and some of them seem to buy into what she's saying. The soldiers leading us to our training direct us to the left wing of the building. Ari pauses. What else is in here? The female soldier, she asks, looks surprised to be addressed, and I stifle a smile. The rest of the building is restricted access, special clearance only. Now move on. Yes, ma'am. I grab Ari's arm to pull her along with me before she can ask any more questions. I wonder what else they do in here, Ari says more to herself than to me. She pushes some buttons on her Halo Act band and then scrolls through a long sequence of text. Her pace slows as she reads and most of the recruits we passed earlier now pass us. Interesting, she says. I don't ask. If we don't hurry, we'll be late for class. Oh, Ari's head springs up. She closes out of whatever she was reading, and we join the other recruits filing into the tech lab. The room is square, with tables with large screens set up in perfect rows with four chairs behind each. Nika waves at us from her seat in a middle row, and Ari and I make our way to her. With the way she took off, I thought you two would be here before everyone else, Nika says. I plop down next to her. Band distraction. Again? Nika rolls her eyes. What'd she find this time? I didn't ask, I say. Smart. Nika looks past me at Ari, but she's powered up the screen in front of her, and she's engrossed. Shay slips into the seat on the other side of Ari with a small wave. I wave back but find I'm not upset that Ari is between us. The past few times I've talked with Shay haven't been ideal. Oh, this is incredible, Ari says. The Halo Act band connects to the screens. I synced them and now I can download all the information I type into the screen. She pulls her attention away from the screen for an instant to glance at me. Want me to sync yours up too? The clock on the wall chimes and a small, strange-looking man enters the front of the room. His uniform hangs loosely from thin shoulders, the pants bagging at the ankles. A few days' worth of stubble clings to his jaw and neck, and wild, salt-and-pepper hair sticks out at every angle from his scalp. "'Class has begun!' He states, my name is Professor Mandeville, and they have given me the arduous task of attempting to teach you about Talionis technology. He paces back and forth as he speaks. 
The first thing you need to know is that this class will start on time every time. I do not tolerate tardiness. He shoves a hand through his hair as though the very thought aggravates him. I need order. Order in my classroom. Order in Talionis. Order in life. It is the only way things run as they ought to. And part of order requires those functioning in a society to arrive where they need to on time. My time is far too valuable to be wasted. He comes to a stop. If you are late, you will receive one warning. If subsequent tardies occur, his body twitches. You will be punished. Is that understood? Yes, sir. The response echoes through the room. Good. Then let's begin. Mandeville explains how to sync our bands to the screen in front of us, and Ari gives an audible sigh before typing away and moving on to things that don't look like they have anything to do with what Mandeville is talking about. Once Mandeville confirms on his screen that everyone's bands have synced, he rattles off different features of the Halo Act band, displaying the information from his screen onto the individual screens in front of each recruit. This is boring. Ari mumbles. With a few quick strokes, she bypasses the reflected screen and busies herself with something else. The sideshow of Ari is amusing, but I focus on what Mandeville is saying. He gives us instructions on how to access the progress report indicator for each level of our training and explains how the bands are used to monitor the physical health of each recruit from heart rate to blood pressure to brain function. If we remove the band, they will know. Then he reminds us that the bands can track us and electronically monitor us, a fact I want to forget. The part I find most interesting is when he reviews the map function and gives details on how to use it more fully. I've used the map feature more than once, looking for any potential flaws, but everything about it seems perfect. Mandeville demonstrates how we can zoom in and out, see street views, and find directions to different places in the city, and each new feature enhances my fear that I'll be unable to find an inconsistency I can use to my advantage. He gives a few more details about the bands, but my mind is spinning as I try to take it all in. As you progress in your training, we will give you higher levels of access, including access to more in-depth features on your bands, Mandeville says. Features you will find... The clock chimes out the hour. Ah, end of class, Mandeville says, apparently more interested in things running on time than finishing his sentence. That's all for today. He pushes a button and the screens around the room go black. Except for Ari's. Mandeville's eyes zero in on her. I shrink down in my seat. Recruit Willow Penn's table will remain back, Mandeville says. At the sound of her name, Ari looks up, closing out her screen without focusing on it. Shay sits up so straight it looks painful. The rest of you are dismissed. Here I thought the only roommate I had to worry about getting me in trouble was you, Nika complains to me. I smirk. Maybe you're the one who's a bad influence on me and Ari. The comment earns me an elbow in the ribs. The other recruits file out and Mandeville waits to address us until they're all gone. He approaches us. Recruit Willowpin, you seemed a bit distracted today. His face reddens. Let's see if you paid enough attention to answer questions from class correctly, shall we? If you fail to answer satisfactorily, you and your friends here will spend time in the sandpit for some incentive training. 
all the humor I felt moments before evaporates. I haven't yet been sent to the pit for disciplinary PT, but I've seen others who have. Laban oversees the area, and he pushes recruits until they're physically sick or bleeding in order to teach them loyalty to Talionis and the commander. I understand everything you taught today, sir, Ari says, sounding more serious than I've ever heard her. Very well, Mandeville snaps, splaying his fingers and thrusting them through his hair. He rattles off five questions in a row and then stares at Ari. With no hesitation, Ari answers each question, even the last two, which I'm pretty sure were not covered in the lesson. Mandeville tilts his head to the side and studies Ari. Your impressive recruit, as was promised. The words send a chill down my spine. How much do they know about us? He taps at the screen Ari was using. I've increased your level of access on your band, Miss Willowpen. Now leave, all of you. I have other matters to attend to. The four of us almost run from the room. You got lucky in there, Shay says once we're in the hall. Correction, Nika says. We got lucky in there. Girl, she takes Ari by the shoulders. You are so fortunate that you could answer those questions because if I had to do pit time, mm, no. Sorry? Ari says the word like it's a question. Nika releases Ari's shoulders and we start walking. For the first time in five days, we're alone in a hallway. The soldiers who have been taking us from training to training must have all gone with the rest of the recruits. Shay picks up her pace until she soon outdistanced us. I'm sure she hated being associated with anyone who is breaking a rule. She struggled being here until Trill's class, but now she seems to believe everything they're saying. At least everything Elva Trill says. I shake away the unpleasant thoughts and turn to Ari. How did you know the answer to all his questions? I ask. Ari shrugs. He didn't ask anything too complicated. Speak for yourself, Nika says. Ari wanders to a door leading to another wing of the building. She fidgets with the electronic keypad lock for a moment and the door swings open. How did you... I don't finish the question. It's dinner time, Ari says, eyes sparkling. Want to explore a bit? Is she crazy? Nika asks. I think she's crazy. We almost all had to go to the pit, and now you want to explore a secret section of a building? Why not? Ari says. You're getting to be worse than Bria, Nika says. I roll my eyes. I'm right here. It's a terrible idea. Nika says, ignoring me. If they catch us in here, they'll probably send us to the ruins like they're always threatening. And if half the things they say about that place are true, I never want to step foot in there. Ari bites her lip. I know, but I saw something when I was going through code during class. It made me curious. Please, we'll be fast. Okay. I step toward her. Y'all are insane. We're going to get in so much trouble, Nika says but she follows me and Ari into the restricted hallway. Ari leads the way as though she's been here dozens of times, passing several doors and hallways until she stops. No one is around, but my heart is pounding in my ears. This was a bad idea. They're tracking us. They probably know exactly where we are right now, but somehow I can't make myself turn around. Ari bypasses another locked door and we enter a lab. 
A low wall with large windows separates us from machines pouring liquid into vials on one half of the room and rats and other small animals in glass cages on the other half. Each cage has a screen displaying information I can't quite read from here. Different machines pour the liquid into tubes in the rats' cages. A faint chemical smell lingers in the air. A screen overhead catches my attention. Drug Manufacturing and Experimentation Zone. Proceed with caution. What is this place? My question comes out like a choked whisper. This is freaking me out, Nika says. Let's get out of here. One second, Ari says. She's typing on a screen that's attached to the glass window and then poking at her band. Let me finish downloading the information I need. A door on the side with the machines opens and all three of us drop behind the low wall. My heart beats out a frantic rhythm. Voices filter through to us. We need the next dose ready to send to the watchers within six months. Mandeville. It'll be ready, sir, a woman says. Make sure it's right this time. No more mistakes. Ari nudges me and Nika and gives us a thumbs up. She gestures to the open door and we crawl out. Once we're in the hallway, we run back the way we came and burst outside. That was too close, Nika says. But I got what I needed. Ari holds up a wrist with her band. What are you recruits still doing here? Sergeant Valerius's voice freezes us in place. All three of us turn and salute. I said, what are you doing here? He repeats, eyes narrowing. Professor Mandeville held us after class, sir, I say. He stares at me for a long moment as though weighing the truth in my words. At ease. We drop to the at ease position. Very well, he says. But now you need to head to the dining hall, join the rest of the recruits, and wait for further instructions. Sir, yes, sir. I hope you're looking forward to continuing the story next week and finding out what happens with Bria and her friends. If you just can't wait, you can purchase the full audiobook wherever audiobooks are sold starting October 6, 2023. If you're on the hunt for other great books, discover more epic, clean, young adult reads on the Read Clean YA with CJ podcast. Recruit of Talionis was written and narrated by CJ Malacy, and I can't wait to continue this journey with you next week.